0: everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Monday, October the 31st. It's Halloween. A moment of silence for nobody in Christendom who's even interested in celebrating Halloween, especially in light of the last whatever 6 months of the election cycle that we've been in but nevertheless uh today is October 31st and I actually want to talk to you today about a couple of things that have come down the pipe in this in since since I recorded my last podcast uh about the election I got a lot of feedback from you I really appreciate that if you want to uh get a hold of me you can email me podcast at the busy mom.com. And uh, someone in my staff will definitely read it. And I will definitely get the message. So if you want to, co- to communicate with me, if you give me positive feedback or negative feedback, I really want to hear from you. Also, if you would be interested in rating the podcast, especially if you like it, I'm not going to lie, if you don't like it, uh, I'd rather that you emailed me than when rated it. <laughs> but if you really love what you're hearing and would be willing to go over and leave a review for us at iTunes, that would be awesome. We have an average of about 15,000 listeners every time we air this podcast, and it really helps us when you guys get out there and you rate the podcast and tell other people what we're doing over here at The Busy Mom. Today, I have a kind of a few different things kind of on my mind, given what's happening. So who could have predicted right? Who, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. So on Friday, the FBI director, James Comey, comes out and says that they're reopening the investigation into Hillary Clinton's email, basically saying that they believe, you know, from what we can only surmise at this point, and I am recording this, obviously, in in uh, ahead of the news on Monday morning. So if something, you know, breaks open on Sunday or Monday, clearly I'm going to be a little bit behind. But As of right now, what we know is that the Federal Bureau of Investigations has reopened their investigation into Hillary Clinton's email, basically saying that they believe that there is something that is happening with her private email server that could warrant a felony. Just let that sink in for a minute. That means that if this woman is elected to the highest office in the land, we could possibly have somebody in the White House who is under criminal investigation. So, you all have heard me before, and I'm going to say it again. And for heaven's sake, I hope that nothing happens on Monday. I'm like, I told my husband the other day, I'm like, please, can this be over? Like, normally, like I said to you guys on, on uh, last Friday, I'm totally ready for Thanksgiving. This year, I'm just like, skip the whole stinking thing. I just want to go straight to Christmas. I'm ready for like a Charlie Brown Christmas. I want to start decorating my house for Christmas. I don't even want to think about the fact that it's Halloween because I feel like we've had Halloween for the last four months in a row. And so I'm just even, I'm over it. But today I kind of want to talk about something that, that is outside of the election. So certainly we have a lot of things to be praying about. You you all have heard me by now give a defense for why I am as a Christian evangelical woman, me and my husband, and actually our entire family, all of our adult children and our son-in-law uh, are all voting for Donald Trump. It is in an effort, it is not to condone his actions. It is in an effort to keep a criminal and possibly what looks like very well now could be a felon out of the highest office in the land. So that's sort of history for me. So if you wanna hear about why I'm voting for Donald Trump, go ahead and listen to last Friday's podcast and I'd be happy to tell you all about it. If you wanna email me and tell me how angry you are, that's fine too. Uh, you can email me, podcast at mom.com, because you know I'm not getting enough of that right now. So go ahead and email me. Uh, but today I wanna to talk about something a little bit different because before all of this information about Hillary Clinton came out before we knew that the FBI was going to reopen its investigation, something else happened in Christendom, which was uh, an article published by religionnews.com titled The Politics of Jen Hatmaker, quote, or I'm sorry, colon, Trump, Black Lives Matter, gay marriage, and more, in which uh, Hatmaker, Jen Hatmaker, who is part of the IF movement and is a a a published and well-known author and blogger in her own right and is claims to be at least a born-again believer comes out and says that homosexual marriage is and I quote a holy union Uh, and I read the article and was very Uh, disheartened. Several people sent me the article, of course, over the last several days. And honestly, and I said this on my Facebook page, I'm glad to see that Jen's true stance is out there for everybody to see. Because at least now, we know where she stands. And we know what we're supporting when we buy her books and we read her blog. I want to read to you from Jude 1, verses 3, Uh, through uh, four right now for just a minute. Listen to what uh, the Bible says in Jude 1. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend, that means to fight, to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. Holy meaning set apart. So if you are listening to this right now and you claim the name of Jesus, you are set apart. You, are, uh, you have been set apart for a purpose, which is to glorify God, all right? So I'm gonna start over again. Listen to it again. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to, to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy or set-apart people. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality. Woe. That pretty much sums it up. Men and women, if you claim the name of Jesus, you need to know his word. What Ms. Hatmaker is doing in saying that God would claim a homosexual marriage to be holy is called apostasy. The definition of apostasy is the abandonment of biblical authority and teaching. We are seeing it all over in the church today. When Jen says that she's in favor of gay marriage and does so under the banner of Christianity, she's directly promoting what God says is sin. And God will hold her accountable for that. But here's the thing. Other believers should also hold her accountable. We are called to hold each other accountable. I keep hearing Matthew 7 misused over and over and over again. Don't judge lest you be judged. And we're gonna talk about this again in another podcast and I'll go deeper into it. But God is not urging his people to abandon biblical discernment on the altar of a misguided mercy. We're not called to be unkind or unchristlike to those that we disagree with, but we are called as believers to speak the truth regardless of how popular or unpopular it is. Now, I know that that many people are saying that uh, we're gonna be persecuted for holding to the authority of scripture, and that very well may be true. And I suspect uh, that's probably why so many are denying the authority of scripture. But listen, I'm gonna stand before my creator someday. And give an account for my life god's word is clear on the issues that we are facing today He has not changed his mind We can and must speak the truth because we answer to god and not to men There is such a thing as absolute truth god defines truth and as our creator. He has the right And authority to do so As men and women who claim the name of jesus we are called to speak the truth in love That means that we speak the truth When you hear something if it doesn't sit right with you Speak the truth. Speak it to your family. Speak it to your children. Uh, Go before the Lord in prayer. Open up his word. Ask his Holy Spirit to show you what he means uh, when he says what he says in his word. Deuteronomy 30 verse 19 says, I call heaven and earth to speak against you today. I've put in front of you life and death, the good and the curse. So choose life so that you and your children After you may live second timothy four verse three for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching They will follow their own desires And will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear So I I put a post up on facebook I haven't had time to write about this on my blog because I am in the final stages of finishing up a book That's coming out in 2017 And you guys I can only write so much (laughs) I'm a little bit out, I'm running out of words, but I see some of the stuff coming across my my, uh, social media feed and it just, my heart is grieved because God says that we are called as men and women to speak the truth to each other. And I am not surprised anymore. When So when I came out and said, listen, what Ms. Hatmaker is doing is called apostasy. It's called moving away from the authority of scripture. There are actual denominations right now who are arguing amongst themselves, split right down the middle, arguing amongst themselves as to whether or not the word of God is the authoritative, uh, meaning the one and only, there is no substitute, word of God. And it looks to me like Ms. Hatmaker has decided not just to redecorate homes, she's also decided to redecorate the scriptures. And we don't get to do that. God said that His Word stands forever. So long after you and I are done talking about this on social media, long after we are done talking about it in our Bible study uh, groups, God's Word will still be the same as it was when it was given to us. And it's important for us to understand what's at stake. I wanna take on a person's comment in particular at the blog, who told me that next year, a very well-known Christian publishing house is coming out with a book called Two Views on Homosexuality in the Bible. I want you to be looking for this book because this particular person told me that, uh, and I quote, Hatmaker is simply early. Sexual orientation was not known in biblical times. It's a faith and science issue like Galileo and a sun-centered solar system versus the age of the universe. Now, I've Obviously, I have huge issues with what this person uh, was saying to me and I, and I argued with uh, them online about it until I realized it wasn't gonna go anywhere. But I feel sad for any Christian publisher who would publish this kind of garbage because they're going to answer to God for misusing their platform. Listen to me, God has not changed his mind on homosexuality like the culture has. God does not lie. And Ms. Hatmaker might be early, but she's dead wrong on this issue. And honestly, these are sad days for the church. This is not, as this person was alluding to, a flat earth versus a round earth theory. It's truth versus lies. And God's word is truth. God said that he defines truth. And I, I have talked about this over and over again on the podcast. So men and women, if you claim the name of Jesus, we you need to take your stand on the word of God and not be moved by false teaching. And by the way, the science on this, and I put that in quotes, Uh, Is not in because many doctors disagree. Much like evolution is never going to be proven, and so we need to learn to take God at his uh, at his word. So later on in the conversation, this uh, person, you know, she threw out a bunch of Bible verses at me and told me about her Bible degree. Listen, it doesn't matter the the degrees behind somebody's name. I went to Bible college. My husband went to Bible college. This person who was posting on my uh, social media page went to, apparently, went to seminary uh, like so many of us did. And it doesn't matter if you went to seminary or didn't. If you misuse the word of God, your degree doesn't count for anything. And I wanna just encourage you today, go before the Lord in prayer. When you hear teaching that goes against the word of God, go before the Father and ask the Lord to show you. Numbers uh, 23 says that God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? I asked this question of this person who was arguing with me on Facebook, and she told me that a leading evangelical Baptist ethicist, is now an LGBT-affirming pro-gay marriage pastor. She said she's been researching the LGBT issues for a year. I'm really gonna just bite my tongue right there. She's been researching LGBT issues for a year. And according to her year's worth of research, it looks like evangelical Christians will soon be split over the issues. Uh Newsflash: Evangelicals have been split over this issue for several years now, but it doesn't change the Word of God. There might be two uh, uh, options, or not two opposing positions, but there is only one biblically viable position. There is only one position that is biblically viable, and all of the other positions on this are heresy. It is pure and simple, and we are seeing a split in the church right now because Jesus said that is exactly what. Was going to happen as you look around you in the word of god today and you see people twisting the word of god I just want to encourage you to go back before the lord in prayer And ask the father to give you two things One eyes to see what is happening around you and two, the boldness and the courage to stand on the word of god I am not going to lie to you. It takes courage to stand for christ in the culture It really does it takes courage to stand for Christ in the culture. But listen, you guys, at the end of the day, we are gonna stand before the Lord. We are not gonna stand before the courts of men. We are gonna stand before the Lord and give an account of the way that we lived our lives. And as a pastor friend of mine once said many years ago, if you torture a verse long enough, it'll confess to any anything. And context is important. One of the verses that this woman uh, quoted to me was Galatians 3.28, where she quoted part of it, no longer male or female in the body of Christ, she said, according to Paul. Well, Paul was talking about in the eyes of God, as he sees us in light of Jesus's death on the cross, there is no longer slave nor free, no longer Greek nor Jew, no longer male nor female. Why? Because he sees us all the same. God doesn't show favoritism because of the shed blood of Jesus. That does not mean that there's no longer male or female. God does not go against his nature. He created us, according to Genesis 1, in his likeness, male and female, he created us. And we need to understand the word of God. And the Bible says we are gonna be called to rightly divide the word of truth. So I wanna encourage you today, as you hear things coming at you, and they are gonna come hard and fast in the days ahead, go before the lord in prayer get on your knees wherever you are right now even if you just have a few minutes and you're in your closet or you're in your shower or you're on your elliptical or you're doing laundry say father please give me your eyes and your heart so that i can understand and discern and rightly divide your word if you know jesus then you have what an entire generation is looking for The hope and change that this entire world is looking for is found in Jesus. And I wanna encourage you to be prepared to give an answer for the hope that lies within you. I'm gonna come back here on Wednesday. I've got one more podcast before I leave for uh, Tampa, Florida. If you have not yet registered to come and hear me in Tampa, I hope that you'll do that. I'm gonna be there this Friday. Woot, woot, I'm really excited at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. This will be the last event that I do this year. And women, we have a lot to talk about. We're gonna be talking about Esther and how to live fearlessly for such a time as this, what God's call on your life is and how he sees you in light of eternity. And honestly, you guys, at the end of the day, it is only God's opinion that matters. If you are anywhere near Tampa, grab your friends, grab your mother-in-law, grab your sister, grab your uh, your mops group or your Bible study group or your neighbor and bring them to fearless. You can register at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash, forward slash Fearless online registration for that event will end on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. So I hope that you'll take advantage of the of the fact that I'm going to be there and coming out meet my family, my husband, my uh, two oldest girls will be there. This this event is going to be filmed. So we're really excited about what God is gonna do and the impact it's gonna have in generations to come. And if you can't come to Tampa, I just wanna ask humbly if you would just pray for us. Pray that the Holy Spirit would speak through me and that hearts would be softened to the message of the cross. The way of the cross is radical. It's radical, and God is calling us out of complacency and onto the road of radical living for Jesus. It's an exciting time to be a Christian. So pray with me, won't you, about what God is doing in our in our culture. I hope that if you haven't voted, you'll get out there and vote and Uh, be committed to spending time in the word of God. I've got one more podcast and that'll air on Monday, November 2nd. And then my friend Ashley Sigrist has an incredibly important message for you as a woman who has suffered through the pain of rape and an abortion. Uh, And she has a powerful message for you that she's gonna share on Friday, November 4th. So I hope that you'll join me. Share this podcast, pray for us, please. We covet your prayers and I'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast.